Welcome to the Gym Lords Podcast, where we talk to real gym owners and share their stories, their trials, and what's working for them right now. To apply to be a guest on this podcast, click the link in the description. Hope you enjoy and subscribe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Emily Newton, and joining us on the show is Trish from No Limit Fitness. What's going on, Chris? How are you doing today? Doing wonderful. How are you doing today? I am well. Thank you so much for asking. So before we dive into the nitty-gritty of what you guys have going on and how you run No Limit Fitness, first tell us a little bit about how you describe your business to people and what made you want to start this gym in the first place. Well, in essence, we stand for basically what my name is, No Limit Fitness. I believe there's no limits to fitness, which is one of the original reasons why I started this. I worked at a gym for well over 20 years, and after the last gym I worked at, I decided to close down. I decided to open up my own gym so I could do things more my way because I believe gyms are melting pots and that's how relationships, families, uh, relationships, everything is built through gyms in my world. So I wanted to make sure I was able to keep that going. So I decided to open up my own about eight years ago and we've been running good ever since we decided to open. Yeah, that's, that's good to hear. So tell us about your personal journey into the fitness industry. So it started well over 30 years ago. Uh, I had I did have health history in my family. My father died of a heart attack uh, when I was at a young age at 20. And it made me at least have to start thinking of what is best for me. And I decided to do a life change, which I was always healthy. But again, my dad did pass away at the age of only 48. So now I decided to change mine. Changing me was... I started working out and it became natural because a lot of my family does work out. So within a year of working out myself, I was able to start building and helping other people. And before you know it, it was just a background of what can I do to do better? So I decided to go back to school, get my licenses and decided to start working in gyms. And it started out as a side thing for it to within another year from there, I decided to leave the nice paying job that I have and build a new career for myself. And I've been off and running ever since. Yeah. So what were you doing before? I actually was a machine <laughs> operator to where I could, and a maintenance man, I can repair machines. So I was mm-hmm. working in factories. And there, there's a short story to that of, I would work 12 hours a day to 13, then get off and go train for four hours or more. And just one day I pulled up after having my license, I probably had about 12 clients. Mm-hmm. And I was got out, was listening to them presses. It's only a few people actually know this story. <laughs> put my foot out the door and I put my foot back in the door and said, I just cannot do this no more. Yeah. Went home, had a discussion uh, with my ex at the time then, so my ex then, and it was what is best for me. Well, my best for me is helping other people my life has always been about building and helping other people. I've always loved it. I've always done it. So I said, I'm taking a chance on me. I've given my life to helping everybody else. This time I was taking a jump for myself, which was still resulting in me helping everybody else. So I went, finished school, got Mm -hmm. my full license, because then I decided to go back to get my full. So once I got my nutritional, I had everything behind me, and I started working full-time at gyms. So it was well over 20 years ago. And I haven't worked for nobody since. Wow. You put one foot out the door and never look back. Never look back. Okay. So uh, tell us about the services that you offer your members. So what we offer our members is we are full functioning gym. We have classes, of course, free weights, machines, of course, the TVs, boxing bags. So you're able to come get your full cardio, calisthenics, and of course, your weight training. We have Mm -hmm. personal trainers on staff. Obviously, I'm a personal trainer too. And then I also have a basketball trainer that teaches basketball skills to young youth. And he's full-time here. And then Mm -hmm. I also have a dance, two dance instructors that teach a dance class to youth from the ages of five, I think, to 16. Okay. And then we were one of the originators of hip-hop cycling. I'm sure everyone, for the most part, have seen that. There Mm -hmm. was one guy almost 10 years ago, me and a guy in Atlanta that started hip hop cycling. And of course I was in Michigan 
he was in Atlanta and now it's being done across the world. If you go back to my YouTube videos, you'll see Hip Hop Cycling in Grand Rapids, Michigan. It was one of the first ones. Oh, wow, man. And now it's just a phenomenon. Yeah, that's a pretty cool story. That's a pretty cool story. It is. <laughs> yeah, so, okay. <clears throat> With the services that you're offering your membership now, would you find that people are like double dipping? Some people are doing dance, some people are taking personal training. Or are most of your members just kind of choosing one service and just kind of rolling with that? Most of our members are basically just using the gym. We probably, 40, 30% of that revenue is probably coming to personal training. But okay. we got the members that just come in to know that they're in a place that everybody knows their name. That's exactly. usually what we call our place because yeah. we are a very family home-oriented gym to where everybody speaks. No one just wears headphones in here. We yeah. play jamming music, they come in, they get their workout. We mm -hmm. talk everything from sports to life to marriage. So you know, it, it's like a barbershop. You come yeah. get it all plus your workout. Yeah, okay. So let's say that I decided to move to Michigan in like four weeks. How would I know that you guys are out there? So we are on Facebook. You can get us at Facebook at No Limit Fitness. Or you can get us online at No Limit Fitness GRR to get us. And we also have an Instagram handle, No Limit Fitness GR. You can see us on any of those platforms to get us. Or, of course, you can always tag into my personal Facebook, Chris Woods, slash mm -hmm. No Limit Fitness. And you'll see a lot of classes, a lot of my personal training, and a lot of different things that I put up, my content. And then if you go online at our Facebook page, you can see everything that we offer at No Limit Fitness. I got you. Okay, so let me reframe the question. <clears throat> My question is basically, how do you get people in the door? How so, do I get people in the door? Yeah. I am always about promoting. So I do promote a lot through social media is taking over a lot. You know, there's no too much hand to hand. But one good thing about our gym, we are a, a neighborhood name. So we get a lot of people that promote for us to talk about us. I'm a one of the probably one of the biggest trainers in the city. So if you say Chris Woods, they usually know where the gym is at. <laughs> we do a lot through there. I do, we, I would have to say I'm an older trainer. So yeah. I would say I can always do more okay. online promoting mm -hmm. in this new age of it. So I've always been a great self-promoter, but the world has changed since COVID, of course. Yeah. And even though the world is open, everyone's not back out. So it's always trying to find that avenue of who you know, how you know us, and how you can get to us. And that's yeah. something that, it ain't that we struggle with it, but it's about getting them in the door. Yeah, for sure. Um, so with that being said, like how have you had to adapt since things are changing? Now you say like you're an older trainer, and you know, with my generation, we were born into the age of technology. Like yeah. I was using a computer when I was in elementary school, um, but not necessarily the case for yourself. So how have you had to, how are you adapting to that? I actually call it a pivot. I've learned, I've had to learn how to pivot. And my pivot is staying online more, posting content so people can see me. So I'm always about, I make a video every day, something. Okay. And I usually, what my big part of showing is I show my clients so you can see the benefits of what you can get. Not too much on having to show myself because I like to show the progress and the workouts and that I show it. I got clients all the way from 12 years old to 76. I mean, even my 76-year-old can do pull-ups. <laughs> so I show, a, I show a lot of content of them to show that anyone can do the workouts. It's about if you have the ability to want to try to be better. Understood. So with younger people, I got to always say, stay off Instagram. That's a model. Come in the gym. Do it yourself. <laughs> Don't work all the time, but yeah. I'm always trying to push it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So social media, um, I don't remember if you said Facebook or not, but you said Instagram mainly, um, a lot of word of mouth. Facebook mainly, Instagram, a lot of those different things. And I make all my members check in. So when okay. they check in on their social media platforms, it shows the gym and where they're at. That's yeah. one of the things we try to get people to check in when they walk in. Yeah. And then, of course, we have all our gear that we push and sell all the time. <laughs> so I'm always about telling people, buy a shirt, buy a sweater. I made a client buy a sweater and they were going to 
Disney World this week. It was Orlando. Yeah. You never know who coming from Orlando to Grand Rapids, Michigan. So if yeah. you wear my sweater there, that's a promotion in a different state. All right. I'm always go. about pushing the merch. Yeah. So merchandise, social media, Facebook, Instagram, word of mouth and yes. Is there anything that I missed that I forgot to ask you about when it comes to lead generation? Not that I know of. I mean, you're hitting them all. It's just about how you get them out there. It's about making sure with a lot of kids that we get in from the basketball and the dance, I'm always about the te- the trainers telling them to make sure they talk about it, tell the next person. So we do have a very well-named travel gym. Okay. Just, but we're always competing yeah. with the one we call it. I know we call it the one across the border. We're always <laughs> competing with them yeah. to try to stay alive. Yeah, okay. So, I mean, with all of your efforts to marketing, like, I see a lot of the the gym owners that I speak to are typically only using like one or two sources of lead generation. So with everything that you have going, guys have going on, would you say that that is leading to like consistent opportunities to get more memberships every month? It does. It could do more. Again, I'm going to always tell the truth. I bring in, because I do have a lot of young members that I train and come in the gym. I'm always trying to listen to them about how I can reach you. I'm okay. not always great at doing it because again, <laughs> You know, it's not about being stuck. It's about knowing these platforms. And with your generation, y'all change every day. Yes, so it is. It's, it's, it's about being able to keep up with the content of what I can do. I can only learn at a certain pace these days. <laughs> it ain't the same no more. So yeah. it's, I'm always trying to strive to make sure how can I reach the next person? Sometimes yeah. I'm doing good. Sometimes I can do so much better. Yeah, understood. Understood. So... What what's your role in your business? Like, are you you sure you want to know that one? Yeah, that sounds like a rabbit hole. (laughs) So, I mean, as a business owner, like sometimes, I mean, from this is just from my personal experience, from owning my own business, it felt like I I went from working as a W two to owning a job twenty four seven, and I was like, what the world? So, what's your experience been, and is that something that you want to see change eventually in the future? So coming into it, I actually managed the gyms. I helped manage the gyms that I actually worked at. So I would hire people with the owner, bring in different people. I've always been a person that fixed, helped, put it together, but it was at a different kind of capacity because I could put people in place. Since being a gym owner, after about our probably our first three years, I could notice how much revenue, what we got going in. Obviously, I definitely know what's going out. So it came a point in time where I had from workers, front desk, different people, I had to monopolize what is best to stay open for good mm-hmm. than just for the next 12 months. I'm always looking past the 12 months and that was cutting staff as far as the people that wasn't bringing in money. So right. I'm here all day anyway, being a trainer, the owner slash this. For you know it, it was this person cut, that person cut. But that person cut, kept the door open for the members. Yeah. I do believe we should be at a capacity of about 200, but we flourish between 70 and 100. If mm-hmm. those numbers was bigger, obviously there'd be more regular workers. So as an owner for me, I wear every hat. I walk in every day, start the day up with opening up the business, setting up, getting the computers running. So from the check-ins, from the cleaning to the maintenance, to making sure everything is paid, I do have a business partner. He has a, he handles a lot of our business side as far as paperwork, memberships, checking in. But as far as daily operation, you name it, I wear the hat. And if I wore hats, I would have just put five on to show you how many different hats I wear. <laughs> but I wear hats, kind of all don't need them. But you name it, I do it. Okay. To making sure everybody's here working, to making yeah. sure the lights is on, to making sure every when the machine goes down, I get it fixed. And usually that's me doing it myself. So I went from working eight to nine hours as a trainer to 16, eight day, every day for the last eight years. Takeaway, I cut my hours down a little bit. Since right. COVID, we cut an hour out. Hey, that helps me get a little sleep. Chris, but I'm a work first person. Work first, okay. Chris, that sounds like a lot for one person to handle. I've had many meetings with business advisors. I'm always reaching out. 
We have a lot. Everybody tell me my plate is a lot and do too much. Yeah. But when it boils down to it, one thing no one ever pays attention to is if I don't do them, my doors will be closed. Mm -hmm. I'd rather have my job yeah. and have something that I offer the community that I know I'm doing to help. We do good. We do, we do a lot of contract because I have a, I have a lot of rooms. So we contract like this starting out this month. We'll be contracting out to the AKAs to where okay. the AKAs will be coming in for the next few months for a dance team and they'll mm -hmm. teach their stroll team. So we have a lot of awareness that people use us in different ways, but mm -hmm. it keeps our name in the community. Yeah. One day I may be honored with businessman of the year. You <laughs> never know. Yeah. <laughs> you never know who's watching. <laughs> you never know. Yeah. So, I mean, with that being said, do you ever feel like you would like to take a step back and not, you know, wear all of the hats of your business? Every day. Okay. I never tell a lot. I love what I do. I love yeah. my business. I am in this for the long goal. Right. But if I'll be telling a lie, if I don't say, I get tired of some nights I want to say, tell my client, my last three clients, I am not going to be here, get some cover at the gym. Yeah. But the minute I say that, I say, they don't have to spend their money with me. They don't have to come in here. <laughs> They're coming after their job to come spend to me. So the least I can do is be here when they need me. That's yeah. been my motto ever since I started. And I've never had in 20 plus years, I've never had less than 15 to 20 clients at a height of 35 to 40 clients. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, it sounds like you have a really good um, culture and also a good customer service and just overall a good experience for the people who are coming through there. I try to make everybody feel like this is their home. I can be sick. I come to work and I don't tell nobody. I can be hurt. I don't tell nobody. I come to work and I suck it up because they come to me to get themselves better. They don't come to me to hear my problems. That's how I've always approached it. So I I probably get two days off a year besides my Sundays. I don't take real vacations. I'm about work. Yeah. And my wife don't like that, but I believe people pouring to me, so my pouring back is giving my all. Yeah, for sure. So let's let's talk big picture and long-term goals. Um, where do you want your business to be a year from now? Exactly a year from now. So today is December 2nd, um, 2020, not 2023, 2022. 12 months from now, what changes would you like to see? What I want to see is, I, one, I, I never take nothing off my own back. So I need to see more growth in myself, meaning... I have to learn how to push even harder. And some people will say that, yeah, that's kind of crazy. But my point is I want to get it to where I know I should be flourishing with over 200 members. I want to be able to bring in at least three more trainers. I want a full fitness experience and black culture that people understand. I don't belong to one because my culture, I have every nationality you name at my gym but I am still a black businessman and I am about my black culture and it's about reaching out. I want a one-stop shop when it comes to fitness. And I do want it to get to the point where I don't have to work, open the clothes and there's more people coming in and that's teaching these youth because I also teach a lot of trainers, the business and the job. But what they come in, a lot of trainers, new, young, fresh out of college, fresh out of taking a six month course, come in and see a 20 person client of mine and think that that's what it is. Well, it took me years to build that clientele. So you have to build your own. And the minute they come in, that something gets tight. Instead of fighting through and stick with it, build your name, push your brand, they go work a regular job and give up on what they went to school for. Like I tell everybody, when I tell them coming out of school and they come to me, for the under-training, the learning, I tell them all, finish what you're doing, but probably go work in a doctor's office and personal train on the side. So you have guaranteed money coming in and still able to do your craft. Yeah. People don't understand. If you remember the beginning of this project, I said that was my process. Yeah. I worked a regular job and I personal trained on the side until I decided to take my own plunge 
and do what was best for me and work full time. It takes time to build. So I would love nurturing. And I will say COVID damaged that a little bit, but I want to get back to what essence of Chris Woods at No Limit Fitness is, reaching out to everybody, making everybody feel good, prosperous for everybody, a place that you can come and call your own, and a place that you know you can get the best workout, best conversation, and you may be able to meet your future partner in life. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I'm gonna we're gonna wrap up on that mic drop moment there. But before we <laughs> sign out, um, tell our listeners where they can find you. You can find us at No Limit Fitness in Kenwood, Michigan, 4560 Bowen Boulevard, 49508. <laughs> you can reach us at No Limit Fitness GRR, or you can ch- ch- catch us on Facebook, No Limit Fitness, or on Instagram, No Limit Fitness GRR. You will see all our content and everything we got to offer. All right. Well, thank you so much, Chris. We really appreciate your time and contribution to the podcast. And I'm really looking forward to seeing what you guys are going to be, be able to accomplish down the road. So to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit the like and subscribe button. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lords out. Thank you for listening to this interview, but don't go anywhere. We still have two more incredible interviews coming right up inside this episode. But if you're a gym owner that's looking to get more clients, keep them longer, and make more money, head to the link in the description of this podcast and schedule a free leave your credit card at home consultation with one of our business consultants. You see, here at Gym Launch, we've helped over 4,000 gym owners across the world increase their sales, take home more money, and build the business of their dreams. And it simply starts with a phone call. Click on the link in the description of this podcast to schedule your call today. Now, let's head into the next interview. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Boards Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Hannah, and joining us on the show is Nick from Love Fitness in Furry in Manchester. Nick, welcome to the show. How are you today? I'm amazing. A little bit cold in Manchester today, but yeah, I'm all good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's chilly in Austin, Texas, but I'm sure nothing compared to the UK. (laughs) Exactly, Um, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to have you on. Um, Before we dive into how you run the gym and what you have going on there, first tell us a little bit about what made you want to start the gym in the first place. Um, what made me want to start the gym in the first place? I've been a personal trainer for 17 years now, um, and I, I used to work in London, um, and I was yeah pretty successful working in a flagship David Lloyd um, over in London. And then unfortunately, my, my dad passed away, um, and I had to come back and look after my mum for a, a bit of time because she was sort of struggling. And while I was um, Back home in Manchester, I was training at a gym which is called uh, Total Fitness and I was just working away and I saw an old school friend um, and I I was single, she was single and we decided to go on a date Um, and then basically um, I moved in with her quite quickly and I started training clients from her garage. She had a little bit of a garage. Now I've got a little bit of a boxing background, so a lot of my clients come for, to me for pad work, boxing, training them for sort of white collar fights, amateur fights. And we were training people in this um, little garage in the back garden, so you could imagine the, the noise that it was making for the neighbours. Um, so we decided to look for a small venue um, and then we found this, this property, we turned it into a bit of a boxing gym. We ran that for 10 years, but we, 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 um, we sort of evolved from more from boxing, more into weights, running um, sort of transformation courses. Um, we were the first in our area to ever put sort of prowlers, um, battle ropes, um, sort of, it was, a very, it was very sort of functional exercises that we did. Um, so we ran that for 10 years, really, really successful. And then um, the world went into a thing called um, a pandemic. Uh, the COVID, COVID hit and I, I, people were saying to me, just close for a couple of weeks. And, and you'll be back open in a few weeks, a month, but I knew it was going to be a lot longer. So I decided to 
um, moved very quickly. We literally sold all the equipment from the old gym um, and we went fully online. Same again, we were teaching people from my garage at first and then I wanted to make the performance and the production even better so we decided to move into a proper filming studio um, and then in the depths of COVID we were going live three, four times a day, seven days a week. We actually worked extremely hard through COVID to do the virtual just to be there for people and to give people a reason to get up every morning and we were doing weights classes, we were doing boxing classes, cycling classes online and we were, some days we were getting 100 people every morning. So it was a massive success and then obviously when the world came out of lockdowns we decided we were really missing that person to person um, and then we set up this new studio which is in, in Bury in Manchester um, we've been going about five months now and we've got off to a flying start we do a bit of both so it's not just all in person we still do the virtual as well so if you i mean it's obviously a podcast but we've got a big screen behind us so i could be teaching people all over europe um in the mornings as well as having 30 people in the studio as well so it's worked out quite well for us yeah i went the long way around <laughs> yeah that sounds like you you handled the pandemic like almost seamlessly like you went on you were, had your big space you went online and then you were able to move back in person so I think that's amazing how many times you were able to pivot like from a garage to to a studio to online so I think that's a, a testament to your your business owner skills as well so definitely that's awesome um so how would you describe love fitness studio to someone who's never been in before kind of your elevator pitch yeah, so elevator pitches. Um, so we 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 really try and focus on um, it's it, basically the way the studios are made out here. They're sort of done in that nightclub feel. The fully soundproof studios, the sound systems, a nightclub sound system, the lighting's nightclub. Um, what I try and do, I love fitness studios. I try and tap into people that maybe don't enjoy going to the gym. So all our our classes are done dim lights. The music's absolutely pumping. So I try and that that's my niche. It's trying to get people that wouldn't just go maybe into a CrossFit gym and start working out or go to one of the big chain gyms that might feel a bit a little bit in, in, intimidated. Um, and that's the whole thing with us. We're very strong on the community side. So tonight we've got a live saxophone coming in and they're going to play to one of our classes. So we really try and think of different things and, and, and try and um, make it fun and exciting because I know exercise can be boring for some people and I know that um, some people do struggle with hitting the gym. And that's it. We just try and reach different people and, and, try, and, and, and try and do things a little bit different at Love Fitness Studios. Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. You have like live music in a fitness class. I would definitely show up to that. <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's a full house. Yeah, that's awesome. How many members do you have right now? So we're, we're touching about 65. It's growing monthly. Um, we've got a couple of different membership options that we do. Um, but what we do we're quite strong on is is just credits and people just dropping in because we focus on boxing cycling so spinning um, and then we do do weights classes as well we understand that not people will come and do maybe just one cardio class with us and they might go to a gym and for the weight training or they might go to a personal trainer and they might just come to us for a couple of maybe a boxing session so that we've, we've got both and we've got a strong membership as well as online but then we also get a lot of people just dropping in for the single sessions and the credit sessions and the packages and things like that how many classes are you running per day um, so about five, Monday to, Monday to Friday, about five classes. So usually two in the morning, one mid-morning, and then two at night. But we have got two studios. Um, we are recruiting at the minute. So um, the, the dream is for next year to be having double that numbers. So have a cycling class and a boxing class or a cycling class and a weights class going at the same time. Um, we've also got a huge communal area. So we've got a bit of a coffee shop area in our gym as well. So we'd really want people to just come and chill. There's music flowing all the way through through the studios and just come and chill as well. So we, we are open pretty much all day as well. That's awesome. Yeah, it sounds like you're really like building a community there, which is really cool. Um, tell me, how have you gotten those 65 members in? What, have, what are you doing to, to get people into the gym? Yeah, um, so a lot of ours is referrals, a lot is referrals. We do do a lot on Instagram, so um, Facebook, um, we're constantly trying to keep it fresh with our reels, um, but a lot of it is referral a friend. Um, we do put money into SEO and things like that. We're trying to get our Google rankings up. Uh, we do play around with some 
Google ads um, and Instagram ads, but that's it's mainly organic for us at the minute, and I, I, it's growing nicely every month. The numbers are going up, um, so it's just bring a friend along, um, and we'll either reward you with money off your next membership or give you credits um, to say thank you, basically. And, and because I think we are fresh and there's something new about us, I think it's the word of mouth is getting out there quite nicely. Gotcha. Yeah, it is definitely unique. So I'm sure people are like, what's this place with, you know, live music and, and cardio. And so, yeah, I'm sure that's, that's doing a lot of your business too. Um, okay. So tell me about um, paid advertising. So you mentioned you did SEO, um, yep. so like Google, you promoted on Google, is that how you did it? Yeah, so we, we tried to do quite a lot ourselves, um, and then we, we are we have got an external company that's just helping us out, just just tidying up sort of keywords. Um, we've got a, a girl that helps us out with writing blogs, so we've got a Monday motivation every single Monday that goes out um, on our website, and we're constantly looking at Google Analytics. We're constantly looking at how the the website is performing, um, and we're always trying to, to to keep pushing that. We do a lot of. Um, uh, email marketing as well because we've we have been in this industry for what 10 well around this area for 10 15 years and um, we've got a lot of people on our database that have either come to us from our old gym online or offline so we we're constantly marketing to our email list as well yeah for sure that's that's smart so tell me like whenever you went online and then went back in person like what percent of people came back in person or were you sourcing like completely new people who had never heard of you? What kind of percent of your, your current member came from online? We got a good rush at the beginning. Um, we got a really good rush of people saying they missed us from our old gym. So that we got we got we got off to a good start. I think within the first couple of weeks, our classes at the weekends, anyway, as you can imagine, were completely sold out. Um, and it's been nice because we even yesterday there's a, there's a lady who came to us that has not been for probably since the pandemic. It's just nice. So we're getting not everyone rushed back in once, uh, sort of straight away, but a few are starting to come back now. Um, but also we are getting a lot of new members so on average we're getting about 10 new members 10 new faces a week register on the website now i'd say about 50 percent of them actually turn up um, and and probably um out of the 10 every week you sort of get three of them that are and keep spending money with you um but yeah and that's that's not really pushing it as you can imagine we're going into holiday season now um we, we, we sort of usually get a bit of a dip this time of year, which we, we specially did, but we're still just growing nicely at the minute. So I'm hoping for, for the new year that we have a really good push and get quite a few new people down there. Yeah, definitely. What, what's your plan for the new year? Like, how are you going to push the the awareness, the brand awareness, the marketing, what's the plan? Yeah, so same again, events for us. Um, so we're already organizing like glitter ball events and um, like we, like I said before, we're, we're very heavy on the, the, the social side. So um, a class and a glass and all these sort of things that just encourage people to come down. Um, so we're already planning, we're, we're always a month ahead of our marketing. Um, so we're already planning what's, what we're going to do because we know January is going to be a, 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 a month where people might be thinking you know what um it's a tough month and i need to get back into something so we're already thinking what can we do to entice people to come in and that will be events for us we're always doing hip-hop events we're, we're, we're like i say once once every two weeks we try and do something whether it's a 90s event hip-hop 80s and that really does make a difference because people go oh, you know what? i fancy that i'm going to come with my mate and then we've got a way of registering them on the website, getting the information, then every single Monday, we're either dropping them an email or dropping them a quick call, getting a bit of feedback. And this is it. It's just having these little systems in place that took us a long time to sort of get our head around, but it's a complete game changer, especially for a small business like us. You need that personal touch. You need that customer service. You need to get that feedback. Even if they didn't enjoy it, what could we do better? All these little bits. So we're constantly, we're only a small team. It's only me and my wife, and then we've got a few trainers working for us. But we're constantly trying to get feedback and find how we can improve our system. Yeah, definitely. That's right that you're you're enticing people with those like one-off events, and then they come, they like it, and then they become a client, you know, maybe in the future. So yeah, I think that's definitely really smart. Um, tell me more about like the social media that you use. So you said Instagram, Reels, Facebook. How has that been for you as far as bring bring people in? Have, that, have you seen that? Um, people come in from your social media, or is it just kind of something you do for brand awareness? No, definitely. Instagram's our main jam. That's where we spend most of our time. Um, 
Yeah, I mean, we do get a lot of members come through that have said, I've, I follow you on Instagram. This, this sort of a pattern that we've, we, we've noticed is we'll get a fellow and then they'll start watching the stories and then maybe two weeks, even a month, even two months down the line, they might then decide to do some sort of offer and um, so you can tend to see the instagram's amazing like that because you like i say you'll see them follow and then you'll see them checking out your stories and then you can actually like start looking to see who's looking at these stories and maybe drop them a quick message do you fancy coming down to trying out the gym do you fancy coming out to try out a free class or we've got an offer two classes for 14 pound so instagram's been amazing for us um we we're quite heavy on youtube we, we've got a youtube podcast as well like, i'm not plugging my own podcast but we have got a youtube podcast so, so we, we, we do um we do do a lot on there facebook we've got a community facebook group with 900 people in there um so we do a lot of stuff in there i try and go live in there and um, bit of motivational talk anything from food to drinking water to making sure you get a good night's sleep and all these bits and pieces just these little simple habits and um, just so people get to know us and get to see what we're all about and what we preach here um, we started on TikTok. We've still not mastered that at all yet. Um, it's too self quite, quite, quite a tricky one for us. We're struggling to sort of get a lot of views on there, but we'll just keep going. It's consistency with this. Um, it's just making sure you keep putting out good content, especially on Instagram for us, fun content, uh, educational content, and just um, yeah, just it, it's it's consistency. That is the key because I think a lot of people and us in the past have been guilty of this. Have done things of oh it's not working just quit um, and it's not it, it's consistency even if you've only got a few hundred followers that keep watching that's your tribe that's your army and that's how we've built up and we, we, we're nearly at 6,000 followers on Instagram but we've just got to keep going keep going yeah definitely um, yeah I liked how you mentioned you have that Facebook group where you're posting things like drink your water eat your protein get your steps in things like that you're like you're giving people value even when they're not in the facility and I think clients really recognize that and take to that well so I think that's cool that you do that um, as far as social media have you put any money into social media ads or are you just strictly like organically posting no we, we do we do we do, we do uh, boost posts um, we have in the past we've done a lot in the past of, of working with agencies and um, yeah, I've, we've never seen an amazing return now I, I don't know if that's the timing we were putting a lot behind marketing when we were online um, in the pandemic but I think when you're competing against like your pelotons of the world or your your, your big hitters you're going to really struggle on that so I think what we, we tend to do at the minute is we find a post that's performing really well then we'll just boost it now in the new year once we finish with the SEO I, I think we're going to be going more into Instagram um adverts and making sure that we're getting stuff that's working for us on, on on instagram and facebook yeah definitely okay have you done have, do you just boost post or have you run an ad campaign on, on social media <laughs> Yeah, we've done it all. We've done it all. Recently, we have just been boosting. Um, we've been like we just done a Black Friday deal last week, and we were boosting the post that we had on there. Now we did see a good return from that. Um, you see your followers back to that journey. You see your followers go up, and then they start watching everything, and then later down the line they might buy. Um, but we did do quite well with that um, that campaign that we just done for Black Friday, which was last week. Gotcha. From boosting, yeah. Awesome. Okay, so I'm going to go back to you mentioned it's just you and your wife as like the main people running the gym and then you have a few trainers. Um, tell me about like your day to day like that sounds very busy. <laughs> what what do you handle? Um, like, do, are you doing the marketing? Are you training? Tell me about yeah, your day to day. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's you do everything. I mean, such a small business like this and um, I'm up at half four every morning I'm out with the dog but when I'm out with the dog I'm listening to podcasts uh, I'm setting myself up for the day and then the gym opens at six so I've got to be here for half five um, and then we, we, we run the classes online and offline and that's six o'clock seven o'clock then usually eight o'clock the hoover's out we're blitzing everywhere because um yeah we, we like everywhere to be absolutely spot on and then we'll sit down and we'll start on our day's work which could be marketing and um, looking for um any offers or any events that are coming up and we'll spend that time all the way up to sort of two o'clock three o'clock I will give myself a little bit of time out then because then we're back into like tonight I've got training with some new staff and then we're straight into our live saxophone event so we will be here till about half eight half nine tonight and um, so it's a long long day and um, 
you've got to absolutely love it if you're going into this job. It's got to be something that it doesn't feel like a job. It feels like it's um, it's just great fun. And it is because as soon as the clients start to come in, it's just great fun. But you've got to be okay with cleaning the toilets, making sure that the place is absolutely spotless until you get the business to that strong position where you can start hiring a cleaner, hiring more staff, hiring receptionists, which we're, we're getting to that point now. Yeah, definitely. I feel like a lot of people, you know, start start a gym or a fitness business and because they're trainers and they think it'll be fun to, you know, own their own thing. And then you get into it and you're like, oh, now I'm an event planner, a marketing person, a janitor, like you know, all these things that you weren't expecting. So yeah, I guess mm. I think that's a really good point to make there. Um, so tell me about like goals going forward as the business owner. Do you see yourself taking a bit of a step back in the future? Do you want to keep coaching classes? Where do you see yourself in the future? Yeah, I really want to get the systems right because I've I've been doing this for quite a long time now. I really want to get the systems of training staff up. For, so if it's anything from uh, front of house to awesome rock star instructors, uh, I want to make sure that I'm getting the training um, right. Um, so that's where we've always struggled with in the past, um, and we, just because we're not giving it enough time. So what I'm planning on, what we're doing now, all the way up to Christmas, is just getting our training programs right, um, and then into the new year, I want to train up. Um, I want to get as many decent staff that I can, and I'll put as many classes as I can on in the studio. I'll still do a few, but our plan is with this is to eventually maybe franchise this out, or maybe open up our second studio. Um, I think we've got an amazing model. I think um, it needs to reach more people, basically. So our plans are for next year to get this one absolutely locked in, make sure everything's running smoothly, the systems are running right, and then I want to put my time and energy into opening the second studio, maybe the third studio. Definitely, yeah. I think that's an amazing goal. I love that you're growth-minded in that way. Um, what things are you doing like right now to get you to a point where maybe you can take a little bit of a step back, franchise, open a second studio? What are you what are you doing there to aid in that process? Yeah, it's just it's just training the staff. It's just we've like I say, it's just putting really good people in to, to cover the classes or to, to to take the classes. Really making sure these uh, so the men really making sure the instructors are are bringing something new to the table and really getting the most out of our members. Um, and that's it really just making sure that everyone comes through the doors everyone's having a great time everyone walks away with a big smile on the face thinking that was absolutely amazing and everyone feels welcome so that's like i say it's from the front of the staff coming in getting to know everyone's name and just having it running smoothly because i've got two kids both play ice hockey i've got a dog uh, so I, I mean i want to try and get the weekends a bit free so i can enjoy them things but i also love what we do so i want to make sure the systems are right the staff are amazing and we can then we can walk away from it a little bit and know that it's getting covered well yeah definitely i think having having staff that understands like your vision and is sort of an extension of you is so like crucial to make sure you know you trust that the business is running smoothly and and matches your vision even when you're not there so i think that's a great goal to have going forward um before we close out the episode today um could you tell the listeners something that you wish you would have known before you got into the industry before you owned your own gym um, what would be your biggest piece of advice for someone looking at this? Biggest, biggest, biggest piece of advice is, is systems. Is knowing. I thought we could, I thought you could honestly just open up the gym and then people just come flowing to you and you could just train staff up and you could just bring all your marketing. But you need systems. It's got to be systems and, and that's how it runs smoothly. Everything from from literally knowing what days you clean up, what days all the bikes come out, the bags come out, what days do, it's just knowing that you've got systems and knowing that things will be running smoothly if you put the right things into place. Even like capturing email, uh, sorry, memberships, and uh, making sure that you've got everyone's data, all these little bits, whereas the old way we ran the business was just literally fill up the weights uh, open the doors and, and just turn the music on and just hope that people turn up well it's, it's a lot more tricky than that you need to make sure from day one that you're putting things into place noting things so everyone knows when you do get to that time when you do want to start training people up everyone knows where they stand um, but yeah that was, that was that's the main thing that I've um, learned over these 15 years of being in the fitness industry 
Yeah, I love that. I think that's so important, you know, especially if you want a franchise or you want, you know, multiple studios, there's really gonna have to be like a consistent system so that it, it can be recreated and you can go to any location and get a great experience. So definitely have those systems in place. Um, but thank you, Nick, so much for being on the episode today. Tell us where we can find you on social media. Tell us about your podcast. Where can we find you on the internet? Amazing. Yeah, so we are on Love Fitness Studios, spelled L-U-V Fitness Studios, and that is our handle on Instagram. Same for Facebook, um, and same for YouTube as well. So we've got some YouTube podcasts on there, so check us out. But yeah, thank you so much. Yes, absolutely. Um, I really enjoyed the conversation today, and I appreciate your contribution to the podcast. I look forward to seeing Love Fitness Studios grow. Um, and then to everyone who tuned in today, we appreciate you as well. Don't forget, if you want to be notified about future episodes, hit like and subscribe. If you're interested in joining us to talk about your business model within the fitness industry, click the link in the description, fill it out, and our team will be in touch with you soon. And as always, until next time, Jim Lord's out. Thank you for listening to the podcast so far. Don't go anywhere. We still have another episode coming right up right after this word from one of our sponsors. The Gym Lords podcast is sponsored by Prestige Labs. Prestige Labs is the first and only nutritional supplements company built by gym owners for gym owners. Prestige Labs solves the problem that all gyms have experienced, the broken inventory model, low commissions, and even lower quality products. Prestige Labs provides 100% drop shipping, zero inventory, PhD formulated high quality supplements for you and your clients. The goal is simple, cover 100% of your rent while never sacrificing your integrity. To learn more, or to become an affiliate of Prestige Labs for free, apply at affiliate.prestigelabs.com. That's affiliate.prestigelabs.com. Double your client results, double your income. You can head to affiliate.prestigelabs.com to become an affiliate for free. Now stick around for the rest of this episode. Use coupon code GYMLORDS on prestigelabs.com for 20% off all future supplement orders. What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gym Lords Podcast. I'll be your host today. My name is Joseph, and joining me in the show is Christine from Pilates by Christine in Clearwater, Florida. Welcome to the show, Christine. How are you doing today? Hi, thank you. Yeah, so Christine, again, I just want to thank you again for hopping on today. I'm extremely excited to learn more about what you have going on at your Pilates studio gym business. But before we dive into the nitty gritty business side, I'm curious here, you know, for myself and the listeners, what is the vision that you have in mind for it long term? Um, vision for long term would be to expand within my business. Um, I, you know, as with any business, I think anybody wants to grow their business and create more, more customers and more clients in my, in my position. Um, but to also give those clients what they need, um, on a personal level, mm -hmm. um, like I was talking about, I'd like to keep it, you know, still that boutique style, mm -hmm. um, of business, not to get to a point where it's so big that I I'm just kind of overseeing. I never want to be in that position. I want to be in it in the trenches, um, I guess you could say, but to be able to grow it to where it's a well-oiled machine to be able to offer private sessions, offer group classes, you know, offer other services. Like I, we just added the manual stretch therapy and then possibly even adding on massage therapy as another added bonus. And then the group classes, you know, could be various different types of classes, but all within that mind body um approach yeah so it's mainly you know expansion within the business growing mm -hmm. that as much as you possibly can right and you mentioned you know you're adding some new services there and that leads me right into my question here you mm -hmm. for the listeners why don't you give them your elevator pitch so who is that you serve and what services do you offer them so what we do at Pilates by Christine is offer Pilates private instruction as well as small um, group instruction with like duets or trios right now. And then uh, it's all based on the reformers, which is the Pilates machine. Um, we will eventually have those group classes, but uh, we also offer the manual stretch therapy as well, which is brand new to to my business. Um, those are all private instruction as well. So, um, but 
that's pretty much the gist of it. It's a lot of private instruction, individual um, instruction to where that person can get what they need and what their goals are. We can hopefully try to take care of that. Okay. So, you know, what is the ideal persona that you work with at your studio in terms of age group, uh, gender, what does that look like? Um, so it's, all it's pretty much all ages um but the majority of the ages are 50 and up um we do get some that are younger uh and we've even had um some groups of teenagers come in sports related um but the majority of the people come in are 50 and up and a lot of those people are you know they have done some kind of exercise or they've not at all or they've heard that, you know, this is something that's good for my body. It's going to be kind to my body and it's going to help me add strength, add flexibility. So that's primarily that group there is, and it's both male and female. Um, so there's no, you know, everybody can basically do this really no matter your age, but the 50 and up is our general population. So. Okay. so you mainly serve the general population here you uh -huh. have one-on-one -on -one and a little yes. bit of semi-private yes so you know with all those three things there i'm curious how many people are you currently serving at your studio at this moment oh gosh <laughs> so probably you know i average about 30 hours a week training so, you know, if you divide that up, I have people coming once a week, twice a week, three times a week. It just depends on how often they want to come in or they need to come in. So to give you a number, I don't know if I have an exact number because I also have some that are snowbirds too. Oh, um, oh, they yeah, come part of the year. Of, yeah, so. Come down to visit. Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, it could be 40 to 50 people that okay. I you know, throughout okay. different times, different um, blocks of time, you know, different months. So it just depends. So, yeah. So let's just like use 40 as an example here. Right. So let's just say you have 40 right now. I'm mm -hmm. curious, you know, for the business, is that somewhere you want to stop at and halt for membership base? Or do you I think, want to bring more people in? I think about that sometimes because I look at it as like, okay, I can only do so much. Yeah. I can't clone myself, at least right now. Wish we <laughs> but, could. Um, <laughs> I don't know, it's kind of crazy, but um, I don't, I look at that and I'm like, I, I'll have a cap, you know, especially dividing this up between professional life versus personal life, you know, to make sure, and then my own personal time to make sure I have enough in between or outside of work to make sure I have a good balance to where I'm not going to burn myself out with too many clients. Cause I've been there before and it was like, I had to take a step back and just dial everything down. So, um, I think about that and that's where, you know, it's going to have to be to where I'm going to have to hire one or two part-time people to take on that extra load. Okay. Yeah. So, We'll definitely have to bring some more people in in terms of the trainers mm -hmm. but you know i kind of want to dive into services here real quick because you yes. have one-on-one -on -one semi-private so mm -hmm. i'm curious you did mention before that you have considered group training so what mm -hmm. do you think you'll be able to you know offer that to your clients to bring some more people into your facility Right. I hope I keep saying, okay, by the first of the year, that's my plan, but it's quickly approaching, you know, January is coming yeah, up quick in December and I know. So it's just, that's, you know, that is, is a goal right now for me to figure out somewhere in the schedule, at least start out with say one or two classes, you know, during the day, maybe one in the evening, you know, a couple of times a week for each. And that I think would give me a good balance to kind of start this thing and then hiring even instructors to do that too. Yeah. So that way I could get to a point where, you know, I would love to teach maybe one or two groups because I miss it. I haven't done it in a while. It's been a few years. So, um, but for the most part, just have somebody else do it. And that way that's like a well-oiled running machine. And then I can concentrate on this end of it. Yeah. So in terms of the group classes, you know, mm -hmm. what is the size of your facility? So like the listeners can have like a base understanding of, you know, group classes in the facility yes. and how, what that looks yeah. like. 
So the, the, the space I have overall is about six, 700 square feet, the main area. Then there's another room that we just acquired within that space um, that we are doing the manual stretch therapy. But then there's another room behind that. It's funny because there's like rooms and rooms in some of these spaces, which is kind of cool. So, but we're thinking about moving the manual stretch therapy to that back room and that one room we're using now for the stretch do that for our group room because it's in the middle. Yep. I would say at most we could hold probably no more than 10. Um, I like to keep so the group classes. Yeah. That one room. Yeah. I, but I like to keep them a little bit smaller than that because um, you, that way you can keep an eye on people. You can make sure they're in the right form, that they're doing the right thing, that they're, you know, not going to hurt themselves. <laughs> so. Yeah, able to receive that one-on-one -on -one attention yes. every person. Yeah. You know, yes. So even though they're in a group, they still can get that one-on-one -on -one attention if needed. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, with your current membership base right now and moving mm -hmm. forward, I'm curious, you know, what have you utilized for your marketing channels to get people into the door? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Marketing has been interesting. I, it hasn't been like any print or any commercials or anything like that. I've done it pretty much solely on either Google listing or I have a website now. So I've got that and then social media, which I haven't done much on social media lately either. Cause you know, trying to figure that out is, it's been a challenge. You know, I look at others and I'm like, God, there's, they're like posting five, six times a day. I don't have time yeah. for that. Yeah, and I mean, I'm working. The, yeah, exactly. And at the end of the day, you know, we are fitness professionals, not mm -hmm. marketing professionals. Exactly. So, exactly. Yeah. And also being, you know, a semi sort of one person business there, because mm -hmm. obviously you're supposed to someone on, it's extremely mm -hmm. difficult to, you know, maximize your time with marketing right. and right. sales and right. training so yeah you know with the social media is, is it more of facebook instagram what does that look for you yeah both of those both of those avenues um facebook and instagram although the funny thing is i have not had i've only maybe had one or two people that have gotten from there interesting okay, so, so which is i you know i don't is. know I'm not sure how, why that is. I've gotten more people either through Google um, just with my listing or they've been walking by or they've been a referral. Oh. The referral base has been my biggest, yeah. the biggest pull for clients because, you know, somebody I'm training, it is. It's yeah. the best form of advertising, I think. And I've done that for years. Exactly. You know, it's right. just like somebody it's... else that I've trained, they tell somebody else and it's like, oh, yeah. And you trust your friends and your family. This is a great service. And mm -hmm. um, the best part about word of mouth is that it's free. So we don't have exactly. to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But like the main struggle with word of mouth is that you never, well, for example, like one month, you could have five people come in the next month, right. zero. Exactly. So it's extremely exactly. difficult to track and you know, yeah. rely on. So yeah. you mentioned Google listings. So mm -hmm. What does that look like? Is it through Google Ads? Is it on Yelp? What is that now, like for you? It's just the you go on Google and list up your business. That's all oh, it is. Okay. Yeah, the free listing. So oh. I've been somewhat fortunate with that because I've had a, you know, I always ask somebody when they come in, well, how did you hear about me? And quite a few of them are like, oh, I just searched you on Google. You know, I've searched on Google for Pilates near me and I came up. I was one of the first one or two listings yeah. and i was like okay that works i'll take that i mean that's never bad right because no mean, not at all not at all i mean did it cost you anything to put your listing up there mm. or exactly so it's free yeah. again <laughs> um so i'm curious in terms of like the metric side of the google listing roughly how many people do you think that brings in per month at your studio i would say probably 40 percent okay yeah. Okay, so probably like more word of mouth and then a yeah. thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. okay. Yeah. The word of mouth is my biggest referral. Yeah. Our big, biggest, um, you know, source of business. So that's yeah. where I get quite a few. So, cause I have, there's down here, we have the condos. So yeah. there's quite a few clients, especially the snowbirds that I have gotten, you know, they 
found me on Google one, and then they'll tell all the other people in their building. <laughs> yeah, 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 so referral that's guys. happened. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, you know, I'm kind of curious here, let's just say it's not a snowbird and someone that's you mm-hmm. know, from like originally from Clearwater. Mm-hmm. What does the process look like in terms of the sales process, you know, to turn them from new person to new paying member at your studio? Yeah. Well, it's very simple. Um, I, and sometimes I think about that, like, okay, how am I going to get this? How am I going to close on them? So the closing, I don't, it's interesting. I don't even think about it much anymore because it just happens. Like I'll have them, you know, they come in or they call, I'll set up the appointment and I've learned to over the years to say, okay, let's get you a time to come in if they call me or if they email me and they're like, okay, let's set the time up and they'll come in and we get right in, you know, they fill out their paperwork. We get right in on the machine. We're doing exercises and I show them how this is and have them feel how this is going to make them feel better. Some people just want to wake up and feel good. They want to be out of pain, which I get a lot of. So when you incorporate that movement, it's somehow just like something clicks in their head and they're like, I need to do this more. Mm-hmm. And they're like, okay, let's sign up for a package. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. So, so at your studio, is it more of a, you know, monthly recurring? Is it more of like a package as you say? Or I like, do packages. Like? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought about the membership option, but for me, with not having the the administration part of it, like I would want somebody to kind of cover that to kind of, you know, and I haven't, I'm very old school. Yeah, okay. So I don't have any like software. You don't go online and do your appointment. It's all by the book. You call me, I'll put it on the calendar. Yeah, um, yeah I'm pretty old school. So <laughs> when it comes so, to that thing. Yeah, so I'm curious for your experience so far, how is that? worked out for you in terms of tracking mm-hmm. each metric of, of mm-hmm. each person in each mm-hmm. sale yeah so I write everything down that's how I keep track and I just go back you know month to month to see if the numbers are going up it means I'm doing good <laughs> I, I I know eventually I'm gonna have to like put it on the computer and you 100%. know yeah, I agree. software and all that so and I'm kind of delaying that, but I know it's going to happen soon. The more, the busier I get and the more people that if I bring on somebody, because the girl I have right now, she's independent contractor. So she takes care of her own stuff. She just pays a rent and that's it. So all that is just separated. That way we don't have to worry about, you know, paying her and, you know, all the other stuff that goes along with that. So I kept it fairly simple. Is it that like she gets like a percentage or what does that look like for your business? So she just pays me a rent oh, and then okay. what she charges is what she charges and she gets that. And then she just pays the rent. So she takes care of all that other stuff, the taxes and everything. It keeps it pretty simple. Okay. Yeah. So then I can just deal with my stuff and then she deals with hers and it's all good. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So one of my questions here, I always like to ask this because it really gets, you know, the guest here like to think, what do you think is the biggest bottleneck right now for your business, you know, right now moving forward? That's holding hmm. Biggest bottleneck, you know, I don't know. I, I guess it's you know, just going back to the, I'm just one person. Yeah. So, and I will tap. Yeah. I will get to a point. Okay. <laughs> no worries. No worries. <laughs> She's like, go lay down. Yeah, um, so it's, yeah it's I think better. it's just that trying to figure out if I did get to that point where I'm like, okay, what now? And it's very consistent. Most of my people are very consistent and they just keep coming, keep coming. They don't, there's some that have little breaks here and there and just like the snowbirds, but I have a really good like residents, like locals, uh, clientele, you know, every day, week after week. So, you know, it's just figuring out 
how that's going to work when I get to that point. It's not there yet, but it, it could be close. <laughs> so, I mean, I have an idea here. Mm -hmm. Maybe it's useful. Maybe it's not. You can tell me. But in terms of, you know, time and bringing people in, do you think that, you know, group classes would be like the answer there? Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Okay. that's going to be because and that's going to be the hard part is turning them. Yeah. To that, you know, flipping the script, so to speak, for them. Um, trying to figure out because they've been so used to the private and being on the machines, you know, and it, I could even do like the group machines, maybe three or four people. Cause that's how many machines I got, but the gr other group classes on the mats, you know, that I could accommodate more. So it's just trying to figure out how can I just kind of move them like over. That. Yeah ascend those individuals into mm -hmm, the group mm -hmm, mm -hmm, okay mm -hmm, yeah but so, there's some that are just like i am private all the way yeah and it's like okay you know the, those people i won't do what you want to do it's like, fine yeah i'm not gonna pester you about it <laughs> yeah um, so let's say you do you know eventually go into the group training here right mm -hmm, mm -hmm. are you gonna rely on word of mouth or what are you gonna do to get more people into your facility that will probably, I'll probably make an emphasis more on my website. Yeah. And, the internet. and yeah, and be and able to add that function on to where they can just go in. Cause that's what I've at other studios I work where they can just go in onto the website and plug, put themselves into a class mm -hmm. automatically. So that kind of does the work for them. And then, you know, just putting out the information online. This is when we have classes here, here, here and they just plug themselves in there on their own that way and then i can just look each day okay we got this so many people here and there and it cancels out if needed or it you know yeah so you know i had a question earlier but i didn't remember to ask it so i'm gonna ask it here you know in terms of let's just say you do have the group training have you ever considered paid advertising to people in or have you have away from that i've never even I mean, I've seen it before, but I've never thought about doing it because I was just not sure about like the cost, you know, because okay. I like to, I mean, you know, I have a certain amount of expenses every month, but, yeah. um, you know, that's another cost that's like, okay, we'll see. You got <laughs> to be able to, what's the word, kind of predict mm -hmm. how much you're going to be, right. you know, paying right. to get back, right? right. You don't want to waste your money. Exactly. But, um, but yeah, like paid advertising is, definitely the best way in terms yes. of getting people in new yeah. people not yeah. current people because current people right. are always the best but they're always yeah um but yeah christine yeah. i think that's a great place to start to wrap things up on this mm -hmm. episode because we are running short on time but before we sign off where can our listeners find you on your social medias and your website um so my website is www.downtownclearwaterfitness.com that's the website um, I have a Facebook page. It's Pilates by Christine. And then my Instagram is at Christine.nox.566. So awesome. Thank Pretty you. For sharing that, yeah, no problem. I appreciate it. And I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day today to mm -hmm. share sure. your story, your insights and your learnings of being a gym owner to yeah. our listeners. Um, yeah. That's great. But yeah. To everyone else who listened to who tune in today we appreciate you as well and don't forget if you want to be notified about future episodes hit like and subscribe and if you are interested in joining us to talk about your gym facility click the link in the description fill it out and our team will be in touch with you very very soon and as always until next time gym lords out thank you so much for listening if you found this content valuable here's four ways we can help you grow your gym for free one, grab a free copy of Alex Ramosi's best-selling book, Gym Launch Secrets, at alexsbook.com. Two, join our free Facebook group at alexsgroup.com. Three, if you're a gym owner, you can apply to be on the podcast by emailing us at podcast at gymlaunch.com. Four, leave us a five-star review so we can gain access to more gym owners and bring those lessons back to you. And as always, tap that button and subscribe to this podcast for more.